to Today with Marilyn and Sarah. And partners, we love and appreciate you. You are really special to us. How could we cover the earth with the word? How could Sarah do the things that she does if we didn't have all you wonderful partners? Thank you again. And here is a testimony. Polly's uncle was diagnosed with colon cancer. That's very serious. But thankfully, after the surgery and with prayer, it was successfully removed. So, you know, you can call for prayer about your needs. You say, well, they wouldn't pray. Yes, we do pray. And we consider you very important to us. So please call. And then, Sarah, what what do we have on today? We're cooking with something really good. We have a special guest, Mom. We're uh, cooking. His name is Jeremiah Johnston. Yes. And he's written a book called Unleashing Peace. Yeah. Now, I know you're watching right now, and you have needs in your life. You have needs related to your finances. You have needs related to some family struggles. You have needs related to decisions that you have to make. You have needs that are related to some emotional struggles that are going on. We all have uh, physical needs. We all have things and stuff that, that's frustrating, challenging, um, discouraging, and pressures. And we know that God can absolutely help you and bring solutions, provisions, and answers. So hop on the phone, get on the website. And the interview that you're going to see here in just a moment is a really powerful interview. Because if you think about it, we all have worries and anxieties and fears and pressures and stresses. You're like, no, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't, la, la, la. Sometimes I think we live in denial rather than faith. And so as you watch this program, watch this interview, you're going to see some powerful tools and resources, ways how God's peace can guide your life. Together, we are impacting thousands of lives with the truth, compassion, and power of God's Word. But there is still much more to be done. By becoming a partner with Marilyn Hickey Ministries, you'll share in bringing God's miracles and healing to the sick, experiencing a deep love for the Bible and taking the gospel to the nations. When you become a $30 a month partner with Marilyn and Sarah, we'll send you our welcome gift package, which includes the Jehovah Rapha oil vial with oil prayed over by Marilyn and Sarah, our exclusive partner CD set, which includes six CDs featuring 12 never before released teachings, the Majesty Coffee Table Book, featuring beautiful representations of the names of God, and more. If you have a passion to reach the lost and are ready to release the anointing of God into your life, then join us today by becoming a partner. Call or click today and help Marilyn and Sarah cover the earth with the Word and to connect everyone with the heart of God. Thank you so much for joining today with Marilyn and Sarah. We are delighted to get some time with you and, of course, encourage you if you have a need in your life of any kind of physical healing, financial struggles, any family issues, love to pray for you. So hop on the phone, get on the website. And I want to introduce to you our cool guest today, Jeremiah Johnston. <laughs> Such an thank honor you. to be here. Thank, thank you, you all thank for you. having me. Oh, I'm happy to have you. <laughs> so not everybody's familiar with you, um, and we're going to talk about your book, Unleashing Peace. Mm. But before we jump into this, can you kind of give us a little bit of a thumbnail, who you are, a background? Absolutely. Well, first, I am so honored to be sitting on this couch with all of you. This is such a blessing to know um, how God is using your ministry all over the world. And Marilyn, you especially, I feel so honored to be sitting next to you oh, right thank now. You. When I think about your preaching ministry, when I think about your evangelism, I mean, most recently, just a few years ago, uh, 400,000 
speaking to, giving the gospel in Pakistan. There are many great evangelists who've never darkened the door of Pakistan, and you were there. And I'm so honored to meet you in person. I'm so blessed by this ministry. And Sarah and I are just cut from the same cloth just after talking (laughs) on her YouTube channel. And so I just want to say how delighted I am to be here. And every time I have the opportunity to come to a ministry like this, I realize that somebody's paid the price by faith to see that ministry grow and reach the masses. And we'll never know all the struggles, all the burdens that you've carried, and you've been faithful. And in a time when, get this, the average stay of a pastor right now in the United States is just four years. Really? 42% of pastors, this was a poll just from the last few months. Right now, 42% of pastors are thinking about leaving the ministry. We have you here, almost 91 years young. And you know what? You're still faithfully preaching the gospel. And so I love to study men and women. They inspire me who are faithful in their ministry, faithful to the word of God, faithful to preach the gospel, faithful in evangelism, because we need it now. We need these great legends of the faith, something we really lost during the Reformation. And I get it. We don't pray to saints. We we only pray to God. Um, But something we lost in the Reformation in the 16th century is we forgot who our Christian heroes were. And it was an overreaction. And when we study the lives of men and women who God has put their hands on, it inspires our faith today. So I'd encourage our audience. You know, I was, I was brought up by a dad who wanted me to read Christian biographies and study what were the uniquenesses of men and women who were called by God and had an anointing on their life. And so anyways, I could go on and on. We should do the whole program about why I love <laughs> Marilyn and Sarah and this great ministry. So thank you for having me. I lead a ministry called Christian Thinkers Society. A Christian thinker is not an oxymoron. Now, for some Christians, unfortunately, it is. We live in the most biblically illiterate generation of all time. Mm-hmm. And this is very concerning. Um, and it's an interesting time because Bible sales is a $2 billion, $2.5 billion annual industry. So we have more people buying Bibles, fewer people engaging with the Bible. Uh, it's kind of like we, we sell more cookbooks than we ever have, and yet more people eat out. You know, we're not actually doing it. Um, and so my, our ministry, Christian Thinkers Society, teams up with believers from all denominations, because every one of us should follow the great commandment. Jesus is asked by the nomikos, the Pharisees, uh, the grammatus, the scribes, and Matthew and Mark, teacher, what's the greatest commandment? And they were trying to trap him, as you know, Marilyn. And Jesus said, he quotes the Shema, you will love the Lord your God with your heart, your soul. And Jesus adds, you're thinking your mind. And so what does that mean for us today if you're struggling? It means that the Christian faith is relevant to answer the most difficult questions facing your life. So at our ministry, we help people answer those, connect up our faith with the questions they have. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Thank you. And so appropriate for this time. I liked your book very much. Thank you so much. I underlined a lot of it. Thank you. Thank you very much. And you will like this book called Unleashing Peace by Jeremiah J. Johnston. (laughs) And I think, who doesn't need peace? I mean, Mm -hmm. every now and then I think, oh, God, what about this? And you need to unleash peace because we hear the news, but we can change the news. That's right. So why peace? What's the big deal about it? Absolutely. It's the number one question I've been asked. And so when we first started our ministry over 12 years ago, we would do this unique thing where people could text the questions at our events. And we aggregated those questions. And the number one question that I've been asked from believers across the denominational spectrum 
These are from Christians who are struggling with anxiety, depression, all the associated mental pain. And they feel like the new lepers in the church, really, because the churches are so silent on this issue. Because, and they can even make some believers fall for the lies that if you've struggled with anxiety, you might not be a Christian. Total lie. You probably mm -hmm. haven't read your Bible if you've said that. If you've had it, anxiety is not dangerous, and yet we act like it's dangerous when we never address these things from the pulpit. And so, you know what it's like as a Christian thinker, Sarah, I'm just addressing these questions one after, this is book number 12 for me, it's my favorite, and I will tell you this, you know, we should never preach a message. If we would see lives change, our life must first change from the message. God has taken me to graduate school in this whole subject of shalom, and it has been life-changing for me. It's been life-changing for my family. It's made me more empathetic to people it's made me more um, a better listener. We want to just fix someone. And sometimes we need to sit with people in their pain. We need to practice the ministry of presence, and that's how they get peace. And so this book is, a, is my answer as a gospel scholar. Now, I have a PhD, Marilyn, so that means I know a lot about a little. Okay. But the, well, little, I think it's wonderful. the little I know a lot about is the Gospels and Shalom shaped the ministry of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to offer that to the church as an answer to the anxiety epidemic plaguing our churches. Mm -hmm. You might be watching right now. Maybe you're struggling with anxiety. Maybe you have some instability, some emotional angst. Um, worry, you know, everybody's like, don't say the W word, you know, mm -hmm. cast your cares on the Lord. You know, we do all li little mantras and platitudes, but I really want to encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you yes. um, that the peace of Jesus, which passes all understanding will guard your heart and mind and grab your copy of unleashing peace. Super, super helpful and gives you some content uh, and some focus so that you don't just cogitate <laughs> on all the anxiety and the worry and the stress and all that. So, you know, I, I was checking through this and, and you start off with love, all the biblical Greek and the mm. Hebrew, shalom. When you say shalom, and this is a fat pitch question, um, what does that mean? Yeah, it's such an important word. There's 750,000 words in the English Bible, 138,000 Greek words, around 400,000 Hebrew Aramaic words in the Hebrew Bible. If you were to ask me, Jeremiah, how would you describe the entire Bible and you only have one word, I'm going to use the word shalom, Marilyn, because mm -hmm. shalom means restoration, forgiveness, flourishing. Really, it means lacking nothing. It means to be restored. And this personifies the message of the Bible. And this personifies the gospel of Jesus Christ. He wants us to lack nothing. He wants to fulfill every need that we have physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. And that's what shalom is. It's mentioned 550 times in the Bible. And yet it's very elusive for many believers because I'm in that camp of how do we get there? What are the immediate next steps? And so that's why I wanted to talk about how shalom can help us in those immediate next steps, how we can live in it and flourish. Mm -hmm. Is shalom something of an external existence? How do you have like peace? when everything around you is unraveled? Absolutely. You know, we have to go to scriptures with that question. And it's absolutely external, but it's also internal. It's both. We can have shalom inside us and around us, even in the midst of trouble. You wrote a book on the names of God. Yeah. And the first descriptor, the first time uh, God is called Yahweh Shalom is in Judges 6. And it's by Gideon who interrupts the angel of the Lord and said, God, if you're in my life, why do I have yeah. all this garbage happening to me? Excuse me, Lord. And he says, I'm going to be with you, Gideon. Now, here's the key. Gideon builds an altar to the Lord in Judges 6. You can look it up. 
And he called, that's the first place he says, my God is peace. Now Gideon still had to go fight his battles and he didn't quote do it uh, the way God totally intended, but we can go fight our battles and still live in Shalom. Mm -hmm. And you might be watching right now and there's all kinds of conflict and tension and pressure and struggles uh, coming against you. Um, you might have family conflicts. <laughs> you might have internal stress and anxiety about your, your job. Maybe you're struggling with <laughs> your living situation, right? Some of you are watching, you're homeless or you're, you're not secure in a stable home environment, a living arrangement. We just want to pray for you. Hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray that absolutely the peace of God would be not only external, but internal. And that would be combined in your day-to-day -day living. You hop on the phone, grab your copy as well of Unleashing Peace massively helpful and will show you some things in the Bible that you've never seen before about God's peace. God's peace, his shalom, can penetrate every aspect of your life, spiritually, mentally, physically, and emotionally. For your gift of $35, we will send you Jeremiah Johnston's book, Unleashing God's Peace, Experiencing God's Shalom in Your Pursuit of Happiness. Through this book, you will discover how to unleash shalom in your life, live and apply shalom in God's world, protect your shalom in difficult times. We will also send you Sarah's book, Hey God, Can We Talk? Marilyn and Sarah's CD teaching, Declare Today, and our Joy and Peace scripture card. And for your gift of $75 or more, we will send you the Spirit-Filled Life Bible. This leather-soft New King James Bible will help you encounter the power of the Word to walk in the freedom and peace God wants for you and experience the Holy Spirit in a new way. Grab hold of peace that passes all understanding. Call or click today for this amazing resource. In parts of Asia, babies and toddlers growing up in the sex industry do not have safe childhoods. Instead, they are left on the streets, abused and neglected while their mothers work. They have nowhere safe to go. You can change this. Nightcare provides a safe place for these babies and toddlers where they are loved and cared for. Every night at the center, they are given a nutritious meal, toys to play with, and a safe place to sleep. Help us provide safe childhoods for these babies and toddlers. Help us protect babies and toddlers from the horrors of the sex industry. $38 protects one baby for one month. Donate now by calling 888-985-2000. Welcome back to Today with Marilyn and Sarah. Now listen, we have Jeremiah with us mm -hmm. and in Jeremiah Johnston, in his book, Unleashing Peace, you know, you think, oh, can you have such a thing in this day? All you have to do is turn on the news and you can fall apart. Mm -hmm. No, you don't have to fall apart. So tell us why they should get this book. Well, first, this thank you. This is very important. <laughs> Marilyn, thank you for having me. And Sarah, you too. When I think about you broadcasting since 1973, thank <laughs> you for harnessing media for the gospel. So well, great to be here. I'm kind of a Christian historian, so I love <laughs> to talk about how God uses us and uh, in the spirit of Acts 14, 27. So how can people have peace? So many of us, we, we hear the term shalom. 
And we think it's just a greeting. We don't realize it's been translated 70 different ways in the NIV Bible alone. This is a, this is a word that was constantly on Jesus's lips. And sometimes we can really give happiness a bad theological view. Jesus, when he uses the word happy in Matthew chapter 5, it's based on this Hebrew word asher, happy. And you know, it's like a giggly happy. It really is. It's, you know, a Christian should not be a killjoy. Did you know that? We right. should be so full of joy and happiness in the Lord. And so when we look at joy and happiness, I've even read some things that were just utterly unbiblical. You know, Christians shouldn't be happy, almost like it's a sin to be happy. And of Sick. course, um, you know, yeah. that's false teaching. And so as a result, Christians wonder, you know, maybe I can't be happy and follow Jesus. I can feel joy, but not happiness. These are all part of the fruit of the spirit and they flow out of living a life of shalom. Shalom is the foundation of it. And so I wanted to write a book, Unleashing Peace, that would give people the immediate next steps to know first and foremost, if you're a follower of Jesus, Romans 5.1 says, having been justified by faith, we have shalom with God through Jesus Christ. So there's a divine order of peace. First and foremost, I have to make sure I have peace with God. I can't do that through my own ability, my own religion. It all stinks before him. I need a savior. And so that's Romans 5.1. It's this divine order of God's peace. But then once we know we have peace with God through the gospel, through the finished work of Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection in our place, we have shalom with God, then we can experience the God of shalom. Now, here's where a lot of people miss Say this. Say that again, the One, God is yeah. shalom. Once we have peace with God through Jesus Christ, Romans 5.1, then we experience the God of shalom. Now, here's what I want to encourage individuals with. I'm a real practical guy. I'm a Bible scholar. I'm an exegete by training, but I also am a real person. I'm not a robot. I have five children. My triplets are five, so my boys, they're five years old. I haven't slept in five years, Marilyn. <laughs> so I need practical teaching in yeah. my marriage, in my life. How do we get there? Well, first and foremost, I want to speak to the religious people who watch your program. Make sure you haven't missed the peace of God because you've missed Jesus. Often we can miss the peace of God because we're too religious and we don't have enough Jesus in our life. True. Sure. So, so important. Don't miss the peace of God being religious. I often remind people to go read the book of Habakkuk if you want to learn to pray. We all pray way too religiously. 56 verses in Habakkuk's prayer journal. God, are you dead? Are you there, God? These are <laughs> prayers of laments. 33% of the Psalms, 2,461 Psalms are prayers of lament. So stop praying so religiously. When, um, when you say that, praying religiously, yeah. what does that look like? Praying religiously for me is not praying authentically. Praying religiously is, you know, if I'm your son, Marilyn, um, you know, mom, I'm really struggling right now. Life yeah. really stinks I or I'm, yeah. I'm so burdened with praying religiously. We, we can get this idea that we can't bring God our real needs or we have to offer him something or cajole him or some kind of superstitious thing. No, when we study the prayers of the Bible, we see that these were extremely authentic prayers that led to the peace of God. I mean, Elijah asked God to kill him. He was not having a good day. Now, it's a little hypocritical because Jezebel would have killed him if he would have yeah. just stayed put. No problem. <laughs> just right. Job, you are. Would Job. that I wasn't yeah. born. Would yeah. that my birthday was wiped off the yeah. calendar. Oh. I mean, that's, that's not religious. No, it's no. not religious. And mm -hmm. we pray, wait. So I spend time in the book that stop praying so religiously. And I also want to encourage people, though, that the peace of God is a process. Transformation, coming to Christ, we're forgiven in a moment, 
But listen, to live in shalom, it's a process. And it's a discipline. This was a thing for, you know, I had to learn about the peace of God, 550 passages in the scripture. What, what's the big takeaway for me as a follower of Jesus? The peace of God is a discipline. It's not a talent. It's not a spiritual gift. It's not automatic. I wish we could just give people peace pellets like Nerf pellets. You know what I mean? I wish we could just mow down people with the peace of God. No, you have to own this. And we often go to prayers like Paul's in Philippians 4. That's Paul's personal peace plan, by the way. And we don't realize it took Paul 30 years of his Christian journey to write Philippians 4. Mm -hmm. He had been a follower of Jesus for 30 years. So for those of you that are calling in and partnering with today with Marilyn and Sarah, please give yourself grace for today. Understand that, yes, you are right with God. You have shalom with God, Romans 5.1. That peace will never change. You, have, you are a child of God, justified forever, name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And yet we have a very real satanic enemy. We also have biological things in our life, chemical things in our life that we need healing and transformation. And this can take a process. And so it gives us permission to live in today's grace. Mm -hmm. practice today's grace. And so it is a discipline. We have to own it. In fact, seven years before Paul wrote Philippians 4, which is the greatest anti-anxiety passage in the whole Bible, he had no peace of mind. How do I know this? Well, you can look it up. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 13. Paul is in Troas. His ministry is booming. It's exploding. He said, I have no peace of mind. And he struck out there. And it took him seven years to get to Philippians 4. And in 4.8, he uses 32 English words, one verb, legizomai, focus on these things. So peace comes through discipline and the peace of God comes through how I think. You know, I can't believe everything I think. We get 6,000 thoughts a day that are intrusive and that fly through our mind. We have to bring everything back to the truth of God's word. Paul loved the word truth, aletheus. He used that word 55 times in his epistles. So I'm not, a, you can tell I'm just a little excited about this topic because I've seen it. I want, the, I want the peace of God to be unleashed on everyone's life who's watching us and listening to us right now. Mm -hmm. And it can be. So I hope you experience not just peace with God, shalom, but the peace of God. Mm -hmm. I encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website, grab, you know what? Don't get one copy of Unleashing Peace. <laughs> I'd get three to five and pass them around to your friends. Mm -hmm. You could do this in a, in a Bible study. You could do this in a small group. You could do this in a book club. Massively helpful. One of the things I love about this book is the practicality, right? And, and not just these ethereal, like mm -hmm. super intelligent words, but what does this look like in my day to day? And Jeremiah, how does this play out for you? with five kids that are, and you're coming into the teen years. Yes, I am. Challenging. Pray for me. It plays out in my life and that I realize it's a discipline every day to live in the peace and the shalom of God. We, and, But I also have hope because it happens. When I focus on living in peace, when I really make it a part of my life, it begins in the morning. Lord, I'm going to live in your peace. I'm going to live in your strength today. I have to wrap my mind and my feelings. I have a whole chapter. The last chapter of the book is my favorite, why I don't feel my faith. Now, don't, don't think that's a wrong statement to say. We live in a feelings-dominated culture. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't feel like I'm a Christian today. That is so dangerous. Here's, here's the thing we can leave you with today. My faith is not what I feel. My faith is what I believe. My faith is not what I feel. 
My faith is what I believe. Mm. Write it down. You need it. <laughs> and you know, along that line, in First uh, John 3, he talks mm. about, we have come to know and we have mm. come to believe the mm. love of God. Mm. And that's the perfect tenses used there. Mm -hmm. So I've come to know. That's yes. like the permanent state of knowing God mm. loves me. I have come to believe. The permanent state of believing. It doesn't fluctuate right. and all that. I just encourage you today that That's God right. wants you to know and to believe that you are loved. Amen. And because of God loving you, you can walk and live in day to day, hour to hour, minute to minute peace. Amen. The shalom of God. So hop on the phone, get on the website. And we want to pray for you, of course. Yes. You might have problems, challenges with your kids. You might have issues on a job situation. You might be struggling for a decision you've got to make. You're kind of at a crossroad. You're like, I don't know. I, I need to have God directing my steps and, and guiding my decisions. We'd love to pray for you, no matter what the needs are in your life. And when you hop on the phone, grab your copy of Unleashing Peace. This will help you to have content for your thoughts, your mind, your attention. And it will also really unravel some of the erroneous thinking and replace it with truthful thinking, illumination, the peace of God. And I will encourage you, it will change your life. Hop on your phone, get on the website, grab your copy today. God's peace, His shalom, can penetrate every aspect of your life, spiritually, mentally, physically, and emotionally. For your gift of $35, we will send you Jeremiah Johnston's book, Unleashing God's Peace, Experiencing God's Shalom in Your Pursuit of Happiness. Through this book, you will discover how to unleash shalom in your life, live and apply shalom in God's world, protect your shalom in difficult times. We will also send you Sarah's book, Hey God, Can We Talk? Marilyn and Sarah's CD teaching, Declare Today, and our Joy and Peace scripture card. And for your gift of $75 or more, we will send you the Spirit-Filled Life Bible. This leather-soft New King James Bible will help you encounter the power of the Word to walk in the freedom and peace God wants for you and experience the Holy Spirit in a new way. Grab hold of peace that passes all understanding. Call or click today for this amazing resource. Thank you so much for watching. Jeremiah, would you pray for our audience? I'd be delighted to. I'm praying to you from in the spirit of 2 Thessalonians 3.16. And I speak this over you in the mighty name of Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now may the Lord of peace himself be with you and give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord of peace be with you today. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we ask for your shalom peace to be unleashed on every single follower of Jesus watching this program. Father, give them the faith mind and the strength by empowerment of the Spirit of God to put their personal peace plan together and then to live in the peace of God every single day. Father, give us the encouragement and the strength that we need to say no to those things that steal our peace. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. You've not called us to a truce. You've not called us to conflict. You've called us to your shalom, your peace. Father, we ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, thanks be to God for the good things he has done. I love to end this with you saying, thank you, God. You're in charge. I'm not. You're above all the things I face. And you make all things work together for good. Hmm. And I have found that over and over and over. And I know you have, too, if you've tried it. 
But if you haven't tried it, honey, try it. If you used to do it and don't do it, do it again and again and again and again and again. <laughs>